and welcome to The Garden, a podcast for spiritual seekers. I'm Jody Fletcher of The David Connection, and this is a show about how to connect to nature and the planet in ways that will enable deeper and greater healing for you and for us all. Hello, friends. These past few weeks, I found myself performing the New Year's ritual of reflection, and I'll be glad to leave off for another 49 weeks or so after today. But first, I had a few surprising revelations this year through some of the most unexpected events, so I wanted to share some of what I learned with you here. I'll say first that I shouldn't be surprised. My guidance has repeatedly reminded me that we must not get too caught up in outcomes. When we fixate on how we want things to be, we often shut down the flow of light in and through our lives. But when we stay open to discovery, we can find ourselves experiencing things beyond what we could ever imagine with our minds. This past year was that lesson over and over and over again. Perhaps I should start back on January 1st, 2023, when I sat down and listed my hopes for the year. Some were specific. I hoped that mom and I would have fun baking things and selling them at the farmer's market. And others were quite broad. I hoped to continue expanding spiritually and continue becoming more and more aware. One of my hopes was to help Ginger, our dog, continue to heal. Throughout 2022, she had a bunch of medical issues. And at the end of that year, she'd had to have a toe amputated because it had a cancerous tumor. All these vet appointments had started to shift something, and it seemed like she was learning in a new way that people can be really kind. We'd also been through this massive home renovation, which was traumatizing in some ways, oh my god, the sounds those people made, and really healing in others. She made great friends with a couple of the men who worked here for months, and that opened her up to becoming friends with people almost everywhere we go. I figured we'd continue healing in this more social way, not in the extreme medical way, but it turns out I was wrong. In February, she injured her leg, and it required surgery to repair. We spent most of the year preparing her for surgery, helping her recover from surgery, and then slowly building back her strength and stamina after. This not only took over our whole lives, but it also became the vehicle by which most of my hopes for the year came true. Isn't it so strange that the things that are hardest to handle humanly become the experiences we learn the most from? I have a really hard time when my animal friends are unwell, and also a lot of experience with their need for care. A few years ago, three of my loves transitioned within seven months. They were all geriatric, and the last few years of their lives had been full of health crises for each of them. As beautiful as it was spiritually to experience their deaths with them and hold space for them as they left, it created a really strong emotional charge in the human part of me. It's a very specific and all-consuming anxiety for me when an animal friend is unwell. So when Ginger needed help, I channeled all of that anxiety into action. And not just by buying all the tools we needed to keep her comfortable and prevent re-injury, but also by learning energy healing techniques that I hoped could help her heal. Everything else in life took a back burner to this. We did not bake things and sell them at the farmer's market, but we did help our dog. Sometimes hopes need to be released with joy and gratitude, so I'm not beating myself up that we didn't fulfill this little dream. Also, calendar calendar years are constructs, so maybe this will still happen another time. 
I also hoped at the beginning of last year to be kinder to myself, gentler to my body, and to spend time healing my connection to my body and my nervous system. I mean, this has been the journey of a lifetime, and some version of this will likely top my list of hopes for the rest of my days here. That day in February, when Ginge slipped on the ice trying to chase a kitty out of our yard, I had no idea that I was about to learn something that would transform my experience too. As I started to learn these energy healing methods, I applied them to myself first, like just in case, and then to Ginge and also to mom. Almost a year later, each of us has had transformative healing experiences that have completely blown our minds and expanded our understanding of what is possible. At the beginning of the year, I also had hopes to learn herbalism with an open heart, to do some more readings, and to share my book with more people. All of this got sidelined too, when life started to revolve around healing our dog and her physical therapy needs. If I fixated too much on outcomes, I could be really disappointed right now looking back. I did do a few readings, and I did sell a few books, and I learned a little bit of botany in the herbalism course I signed up for, but nowhere near as much of my time was dedicated to this as I had hoped. As I look back this past week, though, I thought about what those hopes were really about, and I realized that the energy underneath was a desire to help myself and others heal. As I learned more and more about energy healing for Ginge and began seeing these remarkable results, I started asking friends and family if they'd be willing to try it out too, and I was able to help a bunch of people this year in ways I never could have imagined at the beginning of the year. Had I been locked into what I thought healing should look like or what I already knew it to be, I would have missed out on learning something that has really transformed my experience of the world around me and my understanding of how energy works. And as for my hope to continue growing spiritually, for me, becoming a healer and expanding my capacity to help others has always gone hand in hand with healing myself. So as I learned these healing techniques, I recognized the ways that uncovering and tending to the unhealed parts of myself would make me better able to do what, I, what was needed to help others. And it's the most mystical thing I can think of to heal ourselves, because each and every layer or level opens us up to more. The cosmic nature of this, that each time we pass a threshold or go through another gateway in our awareness, we become more aware of what we don't know, <laughs> fills me with wonder and joy. What an amazing thing it is that what we have to learn will expand exponentially with everything that we do learn. So as I learned to help my dear girl, I learned to help myself and others. And through this, the space I'm able to hold for others expanded as well. I can feel the shift when I tune in now, how certain nuances are there that weren't there before. And my heart is filled with gratitude, not only for the nature of all things, but also for my dog herself. That in coming to share this space with us here in this life, she's helping me become a better healer as I help her heal. And also, she's just incredibly adorable, and that fills my heart with joy too. It was a really hard year, honestly, and we felt for most of it like we were in a holding pattern. Ginger was supposed to need a second surgery. Both back legs had torn ligaments. But through the work that we did together, she seems to have healed the second leg without surgery. I've been going for walks again, which was something my health made impossible for years. But because Ginger needed it, and because I'd done a bunch of work on myself, I've been able to do it, and it's one of the most joyful things about my life now. And mom is healing so many things, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We're all sort of transformed by this past year, as hard as it was. 
I know from experience that we humans seem to learn the most through suffering. It seems like we should be able to learn from the things that bring us joy too, and I think we do, but it's the hardest stuff that brings us around to our biggest transformations. And we're all suffering all the time. Part of why I do this work is because the light and my guides and the angels and devas that I communicate with have all repeatedly told me that everyone is being hit so hard right now. And these challenges are happening on the levels that mean the most to everyone. So holding space for healing is more important now than ever. And holding space together, supporting one another as we're challenged on these deepest levels, it feels like it's essential. So... I suppose I hope that sharing this will help you have an open heart for what you're learning through your hard times and the ways that the things that are challenging you are also encouraging you to expand your own capacity to heal and grow. It's not easy, like ever, and sometimes it's impossible to get clarity on the experiences while you're in them. It's much easier, for example, to sit here in a new year and look back at something that was hard and be grateful for what it showed me and how it changed me. But I've experienced a few transformations already and have a built-in space now for that gratitude that comes from the lessons learned through the hardest things. I get there more easily now than I used to before. I'm not glad that Ginger hurt herself or had to go through all of this any more than I'm glad I live in a body that makes everyday things more challenging than they used to be. But I'm grateful. And that shift changes everything. Friends, thank you so much for joining me in the garden today. I hope that this week is filled with little joys, things that fill your heart and bring you peace and renew your spirit so that you can feel strengthened and fortified for the work ahead. If you enjoyed this episode, I wonder if you would please consider liking it or sharing it with others and maybe even leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. And also the comment section is always open now. Our new home on Substack allows us to keep the conversation going through comments on individual episodes or general discussions in chat, which is like a lovely group message board. Feel free to pop on over and start a thread if there's anything you want to chat about. If you'd like to spend more time in the garden, you can also sign up as a paid subscriber and for a very small fee have access to our monthly garden parties on Zoom. It's a nice chance to gather, hold space, and support each other. Or if you're seeking a bit of one-on-one guidance and need some clarity on the questions that are in your heart and on your mind, my schedule is open for private readings. I'll put all of these links in the show notes. Thank you again for listening, and I hope this finds you well and thriving. I'll chat with you again next week.